The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. A65-25503, Iris Network's hotline. Zip my jacket back up now. Had to make some room for that recruiting talk. <laughs> it's too cold to be unzipping the jacket. Oh, it's good now, man. You inside, man. It's good, man. It's, good. it's 29 outside, according to my phone. We're not doing the show outside. We're good, man. We're good to go. Let's get the turkey man. Turkey man, good morning. Good morning, individuals. Good morning, sir. How, how we doing? Wonderful. Nice and uh, Wonderful. cozy in here. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Got a little bit of a cold going on, but I, I'm trying to kick. But uh, don't kick too hard. That time of year that you, the colds comes. But uh, I, I was uh, I was wondering. I was going to ask you a question, there, Swain. Uh, in in the the uh, time frame that you was a a collegiate athlete, uh, and did you see players, or maybe you felt it yourself, that they felt like transferring somewhere else? But uh, transfer portal wasn't there. If the transfer portal been in, you seen people that that would have stayed, that would have transferred rather than staying with the program at Tennessee if it had been in place. Oh yeah, they'd have been they'd have been out of here. That's right, and that's why that's my point this morning right here. I think the the relationships, the coaches that built relationships. That that sets sets herself up to be the rebound, the, the the next stop with the transfer portal is the most important. I think it's it's more important than getting some of these five stars that's going to find themselves in a crowded room. That that uh, attitudes and and all that stuff's going to deal with. You need to be come right over here to daddy. Come here. I'm on here, I, 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 and I'm here, right here, and be that second, that second stop, because I think uh, you're gonna see more and more with this transfer portal and person that figures out how to how to use it. I think it's more important than uh, than uh, getting them right out of, right out of shoot. And that's my opinion. I'll let I go and let you talk about it. And we'll talk to you later. All right, Turkey Man. Anything I had, Ben? No, I think you hit the nail on the head, my friend. What'd I say? What'd I say, Ben? You said it all. What was it, though? Any details of what I said? I mean, you didn't share any details of what you said. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I, I just... I mean, Turkey Man's spot on. I mean, if the, the portal was around in your day, guys would be transferring like they are now. Yes. Yes, they would because you would have transferred. I mean, you said it yourself after the UNLV game. No, 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 no. I wouldn't have. Or was it the Marshall game? It was Fresno State game. Fresno I State. wanted to. One of those irrelevant but teams. I, but I wouldn't have. I know. I'm joking. Um, on the sideline, I was like, "Why did I come here? <laughs> Why am I not in the game right now?" But I mean, that was just a, a like. Do you emotion. think you, Brett Smith, and Meacham, all three of you, would have stuck it out if the portal existed? Back then, like it does now. 
I think so. I think so. We like we've never had a conversation about anybody wanting to leave. Like no one ever talked about how they wanted to to go or they was unhappy about the situation. Like we like we was all good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess y'all were also like in a good spot though. Yeah. I mean, we was we was we was winning, I guess. And like I'm I'm pausing because I'm thinking about all the conversations we've had and none of them ever talked about leaving. And Mitra Ma'a was 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 roommates. We never talked about going somewhere else. Um now we did talk about other visits that we took and what was the best official visit, things like that. Uh Brett never talked about going anywhere. Um No nah, man. But also like the transfer portal or transferring used to be so intimidating too, right? Because yeah. you had to sit out a year. And the coach could tell you where you could go. You mm. couldn't go anywhere that directly recruits against Tennessee, mm-hmm. which is everywhere. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's yeah. stupid. So transferring used to be intimidating, where now it's it's not at all. But you know, but you know, like now, so like I didn't have anyone in my ear. So like when I wasn't getting the ball or um if I'm not being featured the way I someone think I should be featured, I didn't have anyone in my ear. I didn't have dad in my ear. I didn't have uncle in my ear. I didn't have high school coach in my ear. I didn't have middle school coach in my ear. I didn't have people in my ear telling me, hey, man, you need to be doing this, man. They ain't doing it right, man. What? Are, what? Are, like, I, I didn't have that. I don't think Brett had that. I don't think Meacham had that. But now, now, you got seven on seven coach in your ear. Now, you have a school who is indirectly reaching out to you while you're playing, going, hey, man, hey, hey, Louisville could use you. Hey, you want to transfer over here to Ohio State next year? Hey, like that is what these coaches have to deal with now because there's no way for you to monitor it. There is tampering going on. You may not, you know, you may not talk directly to a coach, but there, there is communication that can be made while you're not in the portal, while you are actually playing the season. That is tough to monitor, and that is very tough to deal with. And we didn't, I mean, we didn't have that. I mean, I have guys in my ear say, hey, man, man, hey, man, man, they ain't, man, they ain't using you, man. They were, they ain't, man, you shouldn't have went there, man. They told you you was going to be the guy, man. They lied to you. I, I mean, I pretty much said that for myself. <laughs> I didn't need anybody to tell me that. Oh, man. How do you feel about the current state of college football? Because I, I've found myself, like, over the last couple of weeks, just I can't think of, a, of another word to use than, like, other than, like, depressed. And not, like, like college football is is – like in a in a depressing state to me. Not not to I'm not depressed. I'm I, I just can't find a, a better word to use off the top of my head. But it, it's just like everything's just so negative, constant negativity, and like the it's just all the 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 chaos with the transfer portal. And like I, I know that Manny Diaz left Temple after 17 days or or, or whatever it was, but he left Temple for Miami, and. and and then now he's like Miami's 
hiring a coach while they still have a coach. And, and to me, it's just not good business whatsoever. Uh, and, and I think everybody's making this excuse for Miami. Oh, it's college football. Who cares? Uh, well, okay. So it's still bad business. And, and people wonder why Miami's been abysmal for the last two decades, decade and a half. It's just, just like, and then it's just the constant complaining from, from everybody about everything. It's just like, I don't really like, the more I think about it, the more I don't like the current state of college football. So I, I try to keep my focus. So, so the best thing about college football is when the games are played. Yes. Like, but it feels like so much of college football isn't about the games or the pageantry correct, anymore, correct, what correct. I grew up knowing. Correct, correct. So like, I try to keep my focus there when the games are played. Because, yes, there's so much drama. And this is what the NFL, you don't have. You don't have that in the NFL. I mean, you, you – you, you. It's on-field drama. You don't have it as much as college. Because you do have, you know, sc- scandals here and there, you know, uh, domestic violence and how the NFL handled that. And, you know, you had the stuff with the players kneeling and stuff. So, you, I mean, you've had – you know, you've had issues, Right. But college, it's it's every day. It's it's the NCAA. Um, I mean, this whole transfer window as it is budded right there with early sign period. You gotta change that. You gotta change that, man. To have all these kids hitting the transfer portal during the season, right through the season, like they need to adjust the window for when guys can get into the portal. Something has to be adjusted there. But like. Let me get to my point because that wasn't where I was going. Because you asked me about my feeling about college football. <clears throat> Fifteen, ten years ago, take yourself, put yourself in a stadium, football stadium. You're cheering for your team, and a player on the opposite team. Goes down with the injury. He's laying there. Medical staff comes out. They evaluate this player. The player sits up. He gets up, walks off on his own power to the sideline. Ten years ago, you would get cheers from the crowd. Heck, five years ago. You would get, you would get cheers, cheers from the crowd. And I don't care if it was a rival game. I don't care. Like, you would get cheers. Like, I remember when Nick Chubb tore his ACL here. It went down. Like, it was Georgia, Tennessee. And he got up, and there were some cheers. Like, I was I was right there sitting behind the Georgia bench. I saw him get on the table. This is before they put tents. They started doing the tent stuff. Like, I saw him. I knew he was he was done. But, like, even when he went down and got up, there was a round of applause from the crowd. Now, booze. The moment a player goes down, it's booze. It's booze. And the guy could be legitimately hurt. He could be faking. But no one ever, like, stops to even weigh that out. They just automatically boo. But how did we get to this point? We got to this point because coaches – have found loopholes 
does, that does not point to integrity. All it is is, hey, man, how can I just have the upper hand to win at all, at no, at all cost? Who cares about doing what's right? Who cares about respecting the game? I just got to win because there's so much pressure on winning because there's so much money being floated around. And if you don't find a way to win, then you won't make that money. Lane Kiffin is the godfather of fake injuries this year, the Ole Miss. But what did that get him? Got him 10 wins, and the dude just got a a new salary. He's making $7.5 million now. But this is where we are with, with, with the college game. And that's just one example. And that's why when Tennessee's playing Ole Miss, they're kind of at the end of the fourth quarter when everybody started falling out and faking injuries and acting like they had cramps even though it was cold outside. That's why I walked out. I walked out and started walking to my car. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't watch it anymore. Couldn't watch it. But that's like that was my thought then. We used to have class as football fans. Like we used to care about the well-being of an 18 to 22-year-old, even though they're on the opposite, t- opposite team. But now, the f- as soon as the guy goes down, we boo him. That's one of the things I hate about the college game and where we are right now. It wasn't that way five, ten years ago. All right, let's... Um, Let's get to the let's get to the phone. Let's get to uh, Chris from Dyersburg. Uh, we got to still get to I got Austin Price. Uh, got a lot of recruiting to talk to. Hopefully, we can still make that happen today. Let's get to Chris. Chris, good morning. Hey, good morning, man. How y'all doing today? Man, we good, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, on on the way to work right now. Uh, started a little late this morning, but I'm on my way. So that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh man, I wanted to chime in on second man was talking about whole recruit. You know, yeah, he, he made a valid point. Um to me, you know, this year, you know, you're gonna have to dig in the transfer portal a little bit more. Um, it's okay to get the recruits, you know, like you were saying. If we can get a five star, four star, that's fine. I don't really stargaze, you know. I played myself. I you know, I ain't put much effort a lot of effort into it like I should, but I played myself. And you know, this you know, I I trust these coaches to evaluate evaluate the talent. Better than, you know, especially our fans, because Tennessee fans are the worst. And I'm a Tennessee fan that hard since the day I was born. And they the worst uh, when it comes to trying to evaluate players. And they all look at stars and want to stargaze, which is fine. You know, I understand, you know, you want the, you want the players that go to Alabama, Georgia, and Florida, Michigan, Ohio State, you know, Oklahoma. You know, it was a point in time when we had all that. But, you know, we're in a whole uh, different process. Well, we're trying to, you know, get back to the dominant, you know, times where we had, you know, but this ain't the 90s no more in the early 2000s. And everybody got to realize that this is going to take time. We went through so much, you know, crap with coaching, you know, office coordinators, defense coordinators. We went through so much crap. And uh, Pruitt put us in a hurt. He really did. Old Cornbread did. Uh, and Bush Jones did too, you know. Um, and, and it's sad, but we're going to get back there. You know, you just got to dig in the transfer portal. You got to – We still got you there, Chris? All right, let's uh, – Chris, man, thanks for the phone call. Seems like something happened there. 
let's keep it going. Let's talk recruiting. Let's continue to talk recruiting. We do that with Austin Price on Tuesdays. And so let's bring in uh, Austin Price of AllQuest.com. Thanks for the phone call, Chris. Uh, AP, good morning. Just had a good little joke with Ben. He called me, and I answered the phone, and I did my voicemail. But then I continued on. I said, if this has been calling for the Swain event, you know, kiss my butt. And he hung up because he thought it was really my voicemail. I, I heard Austin Price, and it sounded like your voicemail, and I hung up. <laughs> <laughs> got him. You got me. Got him. There, there's, a, there's a recruit. It might – there's a recruit that I that Tennessee is targeting. AP, I don't know if you've tried to call him and he has not answered, but his voicemail is one of those where he acts like he's answering the phone. Hey man, and what's then, up? Yes, and then like two seconds later he's like, oh, sorry, can't come to the phone right now. And it gets me every single time. I, I was like, hey, what's up, man? And and then it, he like cuts me off. I was like, oh, can't come to the phone right now. That's tough right there. I hate, I hate those voicemails. I feel like an idiot every single time. Hate them. Hate them. Nah, I've had – the, the, those have been going on for years. Oh, I know, but they, they've died down a little bit. People don't really create their voicemails anymore, do they? I don't. No, I don't. Mine's standard. Austin, is your voicemail standard? No, it's, I mean, it's me talking. Not like, you know, not the robotic voice. Do you not have not the, you uh, faking it. Do you have the Stone Cold Steel Austin uh, intro in the background? <laughs> I should. You should That's do a good that. good idea. That yeah. should be, uh, what's it called, your ring back? It should be. I don't think anybody does the ring back tones anymore. No, I haven't Both heard one of those in a minute. You should bring it back with Stone Cold. I agree, Austin. And my phone's always on vibrate, so like, yeah. there's no uh, – I never hear a phone ring. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. When you're blazing the phones, getting recruiting news, man, sometimes you got to put that thing on vibrate because – uh, you'd be at the dinner table, ringing all the time. You'd be at church, ringing all the time. You'd be at press conferences, ringing, ringing all the time. AP, you always have to have your phone on vibrate. All right, speaking of phone, AP, players uh, was players on an official visit this weekend. A lot of positive momentum for Tennessee. Looks like Justin Williams is ready to make his announcement. Tennessee picked up a commitment in the last couple of days. It kind of feels like this thing has been orchestrated a little bit, and I like it. I think it's pretty fun, Austin. Uh, where? Well, I mean, it, Go ahead. It sure beats the, the the eighth circle of hell that we've been in there for a few months with no commitment. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no, for, for sure. For sure. You know, for I, sure. I'd rather have this massive flurry or that the uh, well-timed kind of gradual – slow drip than the barren desert that we were in there for a few months. No, for sure, man. For sure. Well, let me let me start with this. I think the NIL has a lot to do with recruiting high school players, recruiting players from the transfer portal. Uh, I want to start with this because uh, Spire Sports Group um, released a statement yesterday uh, announcing their, their partnership with uh, Open Doors there. And uh, we know, uh, well, folks should know that Spire Sports Group and Swain Event and VolQuest, um, you know, work together to produce Tennessee Prime this year. And so, you know, based on their announcement, uh, what does that mean for, for Tennessee? I kind of want to give you an open-ended question there, let you take it wherever you want to go. But what does this mean for Tennessee athletics? Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, uh, they've been kind of working, you know, behind the scenes for several months, Jason. Um, say that again, Austin. Say, say that one more time. Well, they, they've been working behind the scenes for several months, Jason. Huh. Now, 
we we we've known James and Hunter um, and, and and the Fire Group and, and Sheridan, but like the common fan doesn't. But you know, I think you see more schools come out and announce uh, their collectives. You know, the ten the you know the ten million dollars in um, commitments for Texas last week. You know, so I, mean, I think you know for for a lot of fans, they need to know Tennessee's got some kind of commitment level too, and. and you know, I think a lot of that, you know, the, the key word in the press release yesterday, or key words, was secured commitments, which means we're not talking about, you know, having the, you know, the church building committee, you know, <laughs> saying, well, hey, we got, a, you know, our new youth building and we've got $150,000 in, in commitments. Well, how much money do you got well, we have seventy four dollars so far. You know, we've not secured anything yet. They secured commitments, which means they have money to put towards student athletes. I, the other thing I think that goes unnoticed. There's been all this talk about Tennessee's behind in NIL and so on and so forth. And yeah, Tennessee has really until you know until probably midway through the season, they really had no marquee players. I mean, like, Cade was their biggest name player. He's an offensive lineman, which isn't the same value as a quarterback. I mean, you look across college football, what are the, what are the big deals for? Spencer Rattler, who's no longer playing. J.T. Daniels, who hadn't played in, in weeks. Bo Nicks. Bryce Young. You know, all quarterbacks. Like, no, nobody's signing deals with the linebacker. You know, I mean, like, I'm not saying that they can't make money because they can, but I'm talking about the big deals where you make six figures. You know, and, uh, you know, Tennessee had nobody. I mean, Joe Milton started the year. Nobody knew who he was. He, he, he went away after a game and a half. Hendon Hooker, it took another two, three games before he established himself fully as the guy. And so uh, I think you're now to the point where, you know, as you head into the off season, Tennessee now has marquee players that I think, you know, they will have – plenty of opportunities to make some real cash and not just like, you know, the kind of small deals that we've seen across all of college football since July 1st. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. Uh, AustinPriceVolQuest.com. Swain event. Fuel by Daddy and Barbecue. Austin Price's time is brought to you by Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty. Ben McHugh, Jason Swain here. Um, Austin, Tennessee picked up a commitment from Desmond Williams, 17th commitment for, for Tennessee. He is a uh, Juco player without a profile. Uh, I'm sure that he'll have a profile here soon, and he'll get the old three-star. That's standard standard rank, ranking for our guys that don't have a profile. But, uh, for those that don't know what Tennessee is getting in this player, not a lot of information out there about him. What is Tennessee getting? Kid with speed. Um, he bigger kid than than I thought he was going to be. Um, a little bit thicker, and uh, you know, a kid that I think still trying to grasp, you know, how good he can be. I mean, he's not he's not a polished diamond. I mean, he's he's a little bit rough around the edges, but he he's got a lot of upside, I believe. Um, so we'll see. I mean, again, you, you, you never quite know until you get here. 
and and things kind of you know you you start unpacking the suitcase when you get to campus. You, you're never really going to know um, what a kid's like mentally, what a kid's like physically, um, you know, what he's off like off the field, and uh, you know that goes for any of them. I mean, like recruiting, recruiting fun to talk about, and you do your best to project. But I mean, how many times have you seen over the years where a guy that was a two or three star, and most people kind of didn't think much about, was self-driven, mm-hmm. built himself into you know a real player, and then there have been times where guys have, you know, you thought were a can't miss the can't miss prospect, and you know they had issues, you know whether it be with. You know, they weren't a good teammate or they weren't, you know, smart enough to learn the offense or defense or so on and so forth. So, um, first part of the thing is good looking kid. Um, you know, the other thing is, I mean, you feel like he's a little bit older, so he's a little more mature to be able to handle things once he gets here. He was the second DB commitment from over the weekend, essentially. And Jordan Thomas from Montgomery essentially got lost in the fold of uh, the SEC championship game and a little aftermath of, of Tennessee basketball Saturday night, so kind of lost in the fold just with it being Saturday night. What do you think Tennessee's getting in, in Jordan Thomas? Another really good-looking kid. I mean, we met up, did the interview over at Neyland Stadium um, on Friday, and uh, he was bigger than I thought he was. You know, gets downhill, loves contact, Tennessee needed to improve speed at the safety position. I do think they've done that here. Um, is he play? Is he ready to play right away? Probably not. You know, I mean, most high school kids aren't. Um, but you know, he has certain traits that you just can't teach, and I think speed and the ability to lay the hammer are two of them. Jordan Thomas, Desmond Williams, those two were here this weekend, and they committed. You, you had fellow commit Elijah Herring. He was here. Uh, this weekend, Florida commit C.J. Smith was here, but seems like uh, he'll he'll probably stick with the Gators. But the other ones that are kind of in the air, uh, Caleb Webb, Darren Agu, uh, Jeffrey Mba, and uh, Walter Nolan, they, they were here this weekend and uh, pretty important positions of need for Tennessee, especially those defensive linemen. Just where do you think Tennessee kind of stands with, with Mba and Agu and ooh, what, a, what a couple of names those are uh, when you're saying back-to-back. And uh, Walter and Caleb Webb. <laughs> I love Agu. Um, I think Tennessee's in a good spot for Agu. Now, he's been committed to Vanderbilt for quite a while. How, uh, how loyal will he be to Clark Lee? And, and the Commodores. Um, he'll go back there this weekend. I certainly feel like Tennessee is right there with Vandy, if not past Vandy after this past visit. You know, I, I think that they've done a really nice job, a really, really nice job with that kid. And so I feel like Tennessee is right there on the cusp of landing him. Mba, the big question is, where does he go this weekend? He's supposed to go to Oregon. He's currently at Missouri. But he could go back to Miami, where he's already visited once, and take his mom, who wasn't here for that visit. She's in for she was in for the Tennessee visit, Missouri visit, and was supposed to be Oregon. But because Miami had a coaching change, he can go back there for a second official visit. 
does he do that with Cristobal, who he was supposed to go see at Oregon? If that happens, then, you know, I would tend to favor Miami. I won't say it's ever done because that because he can go there and have a, a not a good time. But you know, if you're if you're going to a place twice, and one of the you know in the the place you're going twice has a new coach that you will go see at another school, it means you're pretty interested um, in Cristobal and Miami as a collective unit. So we'll see. We'll see what he does. And then uh, Caleb Webb. You know, Tennessee's trending well there. They've been trending there for a while. He finally decommitted, um, you know, on Sunday. And so, you know, I would be, you know, shocked if things don't continue to trend well there. When you when you hear Tennessee is battling Vanderbilt, for some of us, it's, it's a little weird because Vanderbilt flat out stinks. Um, and it really shouldn't be a, a um, choice when it comes to football. Is academics part of the equation here? Um, for goo, is it relationships? Is very very strong. What's the what's the backstory here of why uh, this young man is committed to Vanderbilt and why Tennessee is going to have to fight Vanderbilt to get him? Well, anytime you're you know recruiting Kenny and Vandy, you know the academic part of it is something Vanderbilt sells. Um, I think a lot of this is the relationship. You know, he was committed to Notre Dame and then followed Clark Lee to Vanderbilt. So, you know, that that, that relationship is pretty strong, has been strong for quite some time. You know, can Tennessee overcome that? I mean, he had a phenomenal time last weekend. And when he left, I would have told you it's definitely Tennessee. But, you know, this is why you don't ever, you know, it's why you got 10 more days if you're Vanderbilt to kind of, swing the momentum back so I know, I know they'll be working hard to do that anything you would like to offer up on uh, the walter nolan drama yeah is there drama i mean well i, I think it's it's been a drama well the whole fiasco has been a drama yes but i don't know if there's been that much drama lately um no i really have nothing to add i mean i, I said for a while it just it just doesn't feel like you know, I mean, I know he came on the visit last weekend. I, it just doesn't feel like there's any kind of traction there at all. That's just me, though. Maybe someone else has better information. I, I don't. I don't think it's possible to have better information than you, Austin Price. Do you have any information to offer on uh, targets in the transfer portal? Zach Evans. <coughs> oh man. Who did he? Huh? Who did he say? <laughs> I ain't saying anything. Zach Evans. No, they said J.J. Peterson. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Tennessee will be in to see Zach Evans middle of the week. And, you know, we'll see if he gets to campus this weekend. I still tend to favor Ole Miss there. But um, Jerry Mack is going to, you know, go down and give it the old uh, college try and, and see what happens. If he gets to campus this weekend, then sure, any, anything's possible. Um, and then... Another name out there that I threw out there last night right before the Monday night chat was Tayshawn Manning. You know, Tennessee, I think, is going to uh, kick the tires pretty hard there. And uh, I think it's Tennessee and Kentucky. Thanks, Austin. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Thanks for the good stuff, as always, man. Always get the good stuff, Austin. Always brings the good stuff. Austin Price, man. You the man. You are the freaking man. Is Tennessee going to beat Texas Tech tonight, Austin? In basketball? 
Well, they're not playing in football or baseball. I don't. I don't know if the golf team's playing in an event, but yeah, basketball. Where, 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 where's the game at again? <laughs> Madison Square Garden. What are the rims like at Madison Square Garden, Ben? Orange. Uh, I think they're a little squeaky. Are they tight? Soft they rims. Very tight. They're probably they're probably tight rims. It's NBA. What what what's the you know, what's the depth of feel when you're shooting a three from the wing at Madison Square Garden, man? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Dobbs. We don't know. You have to ask Dobbs. Um, ask Michael Jordan. Um, Tennessee is is has really started to kind of find a rhythm. Um, I thought you know to win by 15 points when you didn't have your best game the other night at Colorado. Um, that that was a really really I thought telling game for Tennessee that, you know, hey, guys, we don't have to play our A game and we're still good, um, you know, and, and we can still win games, you know, when you don't have your best stuff. And, you know, obviously Kennedy Chandler carried them the other night with 29. I'm sure you lift at 29 every every game out of him. Don't think that's real possible um, as far as, like, you know, it's just not going to happen. I mean, he's, he's probably, he gets you to 15 to 20, that's going to be a really good thing to let him facilitate otherwise. I I think, don't you think that, you know, the guy Ziegler will be motivated? I mean, he's going back home. I mean, how motivated sure. is he going to be to, to, to play, you know, up there in New York? So I, I think Tennessee wins against Tennessee Tech. I think that you know, they started to find, find their groove a little bit. Um, or not Tennessee Tech, but Texas Tech. And so, uh, you know, I would take Tennessee to win this game just off guard play. That's where that's where they've really started to find their groove. I have one last question for you. Uh, the Knoxville Police Department sent out a tweet yesterday about a, a bank robber <laughs> on on Cedar Bluff, and, and it was a bald man, and, and it looked like a former football coach that, that said he was going to get his money. The, do you know if uh, a former Tennessee football coach has been in Knoxville lately? To my knowledge, <laughs> I got nothing. Did Did you read through those comments on that tweet from the Knoxville Police Department? No, I didn't. But I'm I, I saw the picture, and I'm sure <laughs> that the comments were stellar. Oh, they were. <laughs> What's well, stellar is Austin Price's Twitter profile picture, rocking his Mark Nelson denim sports coat and his white button up. Uh, shirt underneath looking like a million dollars. Man, this is the first time I've seen you, Austin, with a real profile picture. You are very handsome. What, instead of having the uh, the golf pictures. Yeah, man. This is dude. This is a this is a great photo of your of yourself. Nice get up. You look very handsome. Look very nice, man. Just want to let you want to let you know that. Thanks, Jason. I do appreciate it. Uh, you look swell on Sunday nights on the locker room where all of the apparel is provided by Mark Nelson. When's the last Tennessee prime? Things going to be next Tuesday. Oh, so next not tonight. Tu- next Tuesday. Next Tuesday it is. With who? Cade, Cade and friends and who? I don't know, man. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out along the way. Never know who may show up. Let's get Hendon Hooker. He's praying for the NFL right now. 
He's preparing for the bowl game right now. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right, Austin Price. See you later, man. See you, buddy. See you. Austin Price's time is brought to you by Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty. Her telephone number is 865-257-7897. Email her at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. Jennifer Morris has been putting me up on the best doggy treats, by the way. So I did not know about these doggy treats that Jennifer told me about. Man, they're freaking amazing. Which ones? Got them already. Yesterday was uh, was judges. My dog's birthday. Turned three yesterday. Happy birthday to old judge. That's right, man. Judges already man. already three years old. I was proud of him yesterday. So when we first got him, we got him at six months old, and for like the first year year or so, there were a couple of times where we tried like the the stuffed animal mm-hmm. dog toys, mm-hmm. and they would not last five minutes. Mm-hmm. We got him. Another reason why I said crocodile earlier, we, we got him an alligator to chew on. That's cool. That's cool. And he didn't chew it up. He just kind of played with it and laid next to it, and he did not tear it to pieces. I feel like a proud dad moment. Milo's. Milo's kitchen home-style dog treats. That's what it is. Are they associated with Milo's sweet tea? No. No, man. Because Milo's lost some money this fall. They did, right? No, this Working is, with Bo Nix. This is totally totally different, man. These doggy treats are. And my dog was like, hey, what you want me to do? Sit, roll <laughs> over, talk, speak, what? Huh? I'm done. I'll do it. You man, say it. Whatever. I'll, I'll do it. Do you think I should change my Twitter pick? Because I think that I should. Because I feel like I'm catfishing people. Because in the one that I have now, I actually have hair. Well, I don't have hair anymore. I think it may be time for me to, to, to change my Twitter profile pick. I haven't changed it since my wedding. I feel like I'm catfishing people. Ooh. Ooh. You look like a... Different person. like you go to Huntsville High School. How dare you? I fight you. Kind of got Bama Bangs going on right there. Oh, Bama Bangs. It's time. Yeah, it's time, Ben. I'm catfishing people. It don't really matter. You you married, so who cares? Well, not catfishing in that regard. Is that Kari in the background? Do you wear suspenders? No, that's my guy, Jonathan Shields. Okay. Went it, to high school with him. It's time to change your profile. Kari's best friend is Jonathan Shields. Yeah, it's time. It's time for you to change your profile. Yeah, I know. I'm essentially catfishing people. People people think I look like that. They see me in person. I don't look like that. Yeah. I think uh, after the show, or you know what? We're going to break right now. During this break, we're going to step outside. you got some leaves in your yard. I think I can get you to take some, some real nice <laughs> profile pics for me. No, nah, we're gonna go down to the to the Tennessee River, man. On, ne- on Neyland Drive, we're gonna take pictures like Austin Price. <laughs> we're gonna take real pictures, man. Have you posing? Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Be right back. Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. 
Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865 382 7007 42nd Street Brand Strategy Design Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup or if you don't feel like leaving the house then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. 
We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Good stuff from uh, Austin Price this morning. He's aight. He's aight. He's aight. See that uh, TikTok by the uh, Cincinnati fan? R.I.P. Cincinnati football. Why would you give Nick Saban in Alabama any Bulletin board material, and I know it wasn't the player or the coach for Cincinnati that did this, but still, this is what they do. This is, 
you're not an SEC Cincinnati, so you don't know this. But anything and everything is used to motivate them. And all you have done is motivated them even more to beat the crap out of you. Which is what's going to happen. <sighs> Boy. Text box. Jennifer makes a good comment of about the question that I asked you before we had Austin on about just kind of the state of, of college football and, and how it makes you feel because I'm not a huge fan of where college football currently is. Uh, Jennifer says not only has the game changed, but the kids have too. Yep. And I think part of that fan mentality comes from seeing players and coaches get more and more and more. Evans had everything he could have want, but didn't have enough respect for his position. Disrespectful to himself and the fans. Not saying the fan mentality is right, but that's what a lot of people see. Yep. I mean, it's everyone has changed. I mean, the, the, the players are different. Uh, administrators are different. Coaches are different. Fans are different. Like we we we've all changed. It's been a domino effect. So if it wasn't, then I won't call it cheating, but these fake injuries, things like that, for competitive advantage, then you wouldn't have fans booing because fans don't know when a player is legitimately hurt or not. So it's like it's stuff like that, man. It's like when you when you gave your commitment to a school, there's a time point like most of the time that player would honor that commitment. Yep. Now, dude, who like I'm sorry, I know an article has to be written, the quotes that have to be taken, you're gonna talk to the player, that's your job, I get that, but like It doesn't really mean much that a player commits because the school doesn't have to honor it. The player doesn't have to honor it. And so, like, it didn't – like, it means less now than it did five years ago, than it did ten years ago when a player commits. Like, commitment doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. Not in college football. And no. I, I think that's a big reason college football has has changed because – and just speaking on the players, like, they, they don't – I don't think that – College football players, for the most part, especially the ones at like the bigger programs, like I don't think that they actually appreciate college football. It's about what can this school give me. It's about the the popularity and social media following of being a college football player that is attractive, mm. and and it's about just getting to the league. And I realize it's always been about getting to the league, but it, but it feels like it used to be in the process of getting to the league, I'm going to enjoy my college experience and appreciate college football for, for, for what it is. Now it's, again, it's about NIL deals. What can you do for me? I mean, I, th- I think the, the, the hunger and the starvation to get to the league is less now because of NIL, because of the ability to make money on social media and be a tic-tac star and do all that stuff. Um, there's other streams of, 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 of income that you can obtain if you just if you don't go to the league. Like there's other distractions. Like 
I, I want my whole recruiting class wanting to go to the league. I think that's amazing. I think it's awesome. And in your pursuit of the NFL, which is a individual goal, a selfish goal, if you want to call it that, you're actually helping the team because you're going to be working hard. You're going to be putting in extra work because you want to impress NFL scouts. And your extra work is going to organically help the team. And that's that's great. Oh, you want to help the you, – you're really a selfish player, but you want to impress scouts? Well, don't be a selfish player. Change that. Be a team player because they like that. That's part of your gra- uh, draft evaluation. So your pursuit of the NFL helps the team. Now, if you help the team to a point where we win, you know, 10, 11 games and, you know, we play in a, uh, a New Year's Six game and you decide not to, to play one game because you're pursuing the NFL, I'm okay with that. You just gave me three or four good years. I don't mind giving you one game. Thank you. I think it's a great trade-off. Great trade-off. But commitment doesn't mean anything anymore. Um the injury situations with the fake injuries is, is disgusting um, to me. This is why I keep my focus on the game. I try to keep my focus on the game itself. Watching when the ball is kicked off, the X's and O's that happen in between the white lines, and I know that's tough for us to say because we talk about everything outside the game every time that we're on on air. I yeah. mean – Monday through Friday, we're not really talking about what happens like live in the game. It's the lead up. It's the reaction after the game. All the drama that yeah. that, that happens in the week or or during the yeah. game. It's like it, the NFL has filled my cup more the last two three years than college football has, and I, I think for that's Tennessee sucked. I, that's part of it. That <laughs> that is part of it. But even like even this year, like Tennessee didn't suck this year. Tennessee overachieved and. Had a good season where based off where Tennessee is, but it's just like I don't know. It's just for me like with the NFL, it's just ball. It's yeah. just football. Yeah, it's just playing the game. The games are quick, you know. And I mean, it's not like the Steelers are having a magical season either. But I mean, I sit there on Sunday afternoon and and watch the CBS pregame show, and I will watch the Titans game, I watch the Steelers game, I watch Football Night in America, I watch Sunday Night Football, and it's just about football, and and it, honestly, I know I'm gonna be in the minority in this, and that, that's fine. But just for me, like when it's just about ball, it fills up my cup more than than what college football has because of all the just all the drama. Yeah. It's just okay. and, and that's just my personality too. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Is always a number here to the Irish Networks Hotline. Hour number three was powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Seth and Jet at home testosterone treatments, uh, $155 a month for self pay. Also covered by most health insurance. They will ship directly to your home. Does it get more convenient than that? Starts with a comprehensive health assessment. Get your numbers checked. If you're feeling not yourself, you don't have that energy. Go get it checked out. Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. For the great Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Hope you'll have a great day. Same time tomorrow, 7 a.m. Peace and love. We are out.